Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chatty Fox Conversations with the 20-something with me, Melissa, a 20-something. I have a very exciting episode today. I recorded this on June 1st, the first day of Pride. So that's what this episode is called, Happy Pride Month, because I had a very special guest. It is my cousin, Joshua Vasquez. And this conversation was so good that it became a two-parter. So for part one this week, he introduces himself, talks about what he does and what pride means to him. And we basically just get into pride and WeHo memories. He's also the first 30-something on my podcast. So he also dives a little bit into his 20s and what he's learned. He gives some advice for fellow 20-somethings who are listening. And it's just so great. So I hope that you guys enjoy today's episode. Drink a glass of wine with us. And we'll see you next week for part two. Enjoy! Hey guys, welcome to my newest episode of the Chatty Fox. I have another special guest today. Introducing my cousin, Joshua Vasquez. Hey guys, what's up? Thank you for being here. Also, I'm so glad that you said yes. Yeah, this is fun. I've never done a podcast and I've always wanted to do it. So I was like, this is the perfect opportunity and chance to do it. Yes, that's what I wanted to do my podcast for. Right. So actually, like like we said, I have an introduction ready for you. Mm-hmm. So if you can introduce yourself to the Foxies. Hey, Foxies. So my name is Josh Vasquez. Um, my zodiac sign is Gemini. Woohoo. Ooh, woohoo. Right around the corner. I, you're my right. second air sign. Sweet. Or my third one, actually. <laughs> A lot of air. Yes, I've only had Libra and Gemini. Okay. So who's the other one? Aquarius? Yeah. I haven't had Aquarius yet. I'm Ooh, sure you'll but find you'll Actually, find. speaking of Gemini, it's Gemini season it now. It is Gemini season. If you want to let them know when your birthday is coming up. So my birthday is June 12th, which is right around the corner, like two weeks from now. Um, I'm a hairstylist. I've been doing it for about 12 years now. Um, I just did Maddie's hair, which is came out great, I think. I'm going to do a surprise post later. You're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been doing it. I love what I do. It's every Every day is different which is keeps the motivation of work going, I feel like, because when you're stagnant and doing one thing, yeah, it's like, ugh, okay, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do it all. Um, I know how to build stuff too. I mean, it's not just hair. I kind of like branch out and do other little things, but mm. hair is my like main my main purpose, I feel. And it came out good. Thank you, I appreciate it. I mean, it. You're, you're my go-to now. <laughs> right. So if you guys want to, I don't actually, I don't know if you want to tell them your hair Oh, yeah, my um, hair Instagram page is Hair Goes Josh. Um, you can hit me up there if you ever need your hair done or cut or style or whatever. Yeah, and um, he goes to you. Yeah, and I, I drive to you, so wherever you are, whether the Valley, Hollywood, Long Beach. Dang, you go to Long Beach too? I mean, why not? You know, make a day trip out of it. That's that's nice. That's cool. I haven't. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Mm. Like, people, people would just be, like, strictly, like, the Valley or... Right. Yeah, would you go to Pondo? <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't mind, but like I said, I would make, I, I would want to do like a day thing out of it. So like, right. like go try to explore maybe a restaurant out there or like a good bar, you know? Oh, that sounds yeah. fun. Drinking on the job? Yeah, yeah why, why not? <laughs> hey, well, that's cool. Actually, uh, speaking of your birthday, mm-hmm. um, since this is a 20-something podcast, how old are you turning? I'm turning 31. Yeah, so he's actually, but, he's a 30-something. Right, but like I was telling you earlier, I was like, I feel like I'm like 27, 28 still. Like, I don't know yeah. if like COVID kind of like shortened that little age. Right. Because yes. so, you were 29, right? Yep. 29. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. might just, just say that. Right, I'm like, I'll just stick with 29. I'm turning 30 this year. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you're the first 30-something on my podcast, too. Oh, okay. I like wow, that. Interesting. I like that. It's a, a new perspective. Right. And I have one interesting question for you okay. to end off the introduction. Is who would you like to play you in a movie? Mm, that's a really good question. A celebrity. Mm, I think I would have to. It just went off the top of my mind. But I think it would have to be like James Franco probably. Oh. Only because he's like funny and quirky. Um, he's not so serious. Which I'm not a serious person yeah. unless I'm like working or something, but yeah. other than that, um, probably James Franco. That's a good yeah. one. I like that. <laughs> wow. What would your title be? <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, 
something to do with Gemini because I feel like I'm like very stern mm-hmm. on like being a Gemini, which I love because yes. you always got a bad rap from it. Yes, I heard it because they say Gemini's are supposedly two faced, right? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I can get there. You know what I mean? Just yeah. um, give me a reason and I'll show you. I yeah. Can yeah. Actually, yes, that's a good way to say it. Yeah. Like, you won't be like that unless they give you reasons. Right. <laughs> Correct. Hey, such Gemini energy here. Right. right, right. Why not? That's funny. Well, thank you. Of course, thanks again for having me. And of course, you know, I didn't even notice that today's the first day of Pride. Yeah, happy Pride, guys. Yes. So, of course, celebratory wine for that. And you want to do the honors to open it? Um, sure. I'm like, hopefully, I won't screw this up. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, usually (laughs) it takes me forever, and I edit out like the parts. Oh, really? Where I'm like struggling. Oh no. But while he's opening it, um, actually when he didn't have like a wine in mind and neither did I. But when he brought up the that's the first day of Pride, I was like, Oh shoot, you're right. Like yeah, I have the, perfect, a, the perfect wine. And it was just a random wine I saw at Bevmo called Love. Perfect for Pride. Love is love. Hey <laughs> That sounded so good. Ladies first, let me get your glass. Oh, thank you. Gotta get the noise. <laughs> yes. So yeah, like I said, this wine is called Love. Is that that is what it's called, right? Uh huh. And it's a blend. It's a California red blend, and it has a bunch of stuff on it. And of course, all the different names that it lists are the colors of the rainbow. Right. It's actually a really nice bottle. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell them what it has in it? So it has twenty five percent Syrah. If I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Syrah. Yeah. There you go. 20% Zinfandel, bomb. 18% Cabernet Sauvignon, bomb. Super bomb. 14% Grenache, 12% Malbec, and 11%. I don't need. I saw. I saw that. I don't even know how to say it. Right. <laughs> but it's. It seems like a really good blend. So. Yes, and you you did say that you like red wines, right? Mm-hmm. Or like gold wines yep and on the bottom it's actually super cute it says love gives back we share the love by donating back to the community mm, okay. cute drinking for a cause yes cheers to that cheers, cheers to pride it's actually a really good blend right mm-hmm. it is smooth mm-hmm. and i figured it would be yeah hopefully i mean yeah I would hope. usually blends like, right yeah my friends <laughs> no my friends don't like dry wine at all oh okay and, you know, some can be pretty... Yeah, super dry. Yeah. No, this is perfect. Yay. What well, would you rate this wine? Mm, are we doing it out of a 10 or like a 5? Mm-hmm. A 10? Mm-hmm. Um, I would do like an 8. A solid 8. I would too. Obviously not a full 10, but an 8. A heavy 8 is like a good... Because like I said, it's not too dry. It's a really good uh, mix of blends, which is nice. I would agree. Right? And then I don't know... If- I don't know if I told you this already, but what I usually end off the wine segment with, mm. with my guests. So I usually tell guests, like, if you would describe this wine as a person, mm. or if it, like, reminds you of anything. Okay. What is it? Mm. Let me think. I'm just trying to think of, like, the the flavors in it. Because you know how some wines have, like, a, a blend of, like, different fruits or mm-hmm. a certain type of grape? Yeah. Um, but I feel like since it's a blend, it's kind of hard to pinpoint. I know. Even, yeah, no, I, I can't, I'm trying to see if I taste any, like. Right. Cause I feel like I definitely get a little bit of each different strain of wine in there. So. I think I taste chocolate. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the ghost is like, I want to be part of the podcast. Right. <laughs> no, my window's open. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, damn. You were like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did we say something to accept the, to, <laughs> to anger? Right. He, the ghost here is not for pride. No, definitely not. Um, have you ever? I mean, you've been wine tasting before, but have yeah. did, did they ever show you about like the was it the lines that they made? Oh yeah, actually, I think they said it's like um. I guess it shows alcohol, like, right? Uh huh. This one has pretty wide ones, so that means it's not too bad, right? Right. It's not too. I guess. I was like, does strong. it say on here? So, oh, it says 14.4. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a, that's a good amount. <laughs> Not bad. But yeah, I think I taste chocolate. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like what you would pair this with for like dinner or mm-hmm. something. I mean, obviously a steak. Yes. But, Meat. Yeah. 
I think even chocolate. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, maybe, like, a charcuterie board, have, like, chocolate. They say that that reds would go good with, like, or, like, because I think someone asked this wine podcast I listened to Mm -hmm. if they can choose one wine for a charcuterie board with, like, different stuff, Mm -hmm. what would they choose? And I think she said, like, a red blend or, like, a light-bodied red yeah, that makes sense because like you get a little bit of everything versus it being mm-hmm. like, oh, you know. It's and it's not too like strong. Mm-hmm. Well, yay! Thank you for drinking wine with me. I know. I'm, I love this. I'm like a little work, a little play. This is perfect. Yeah, see, <laughs> this is fun. Okay. It really is. I was like, I was actually telling one of my friends because she's been wanting to do a podcast forever, and I was like, honestly, you should just do it. Like, go for it. Yeah. I was like, what's? I mean, what's more fun than not having your friends there and like? having a conversation yeah. like we always do you know so yeah, might as yeah, well yeah talk about inter- interesting topics where people can relate to or you know where like i said t- we put people on a really good wine which yeah. they probably don't the even know helps too yeah it for people helps. who are like shy or something because mm-hmm. i mean i used to be intimidated mm-hmm. but I-, I thought it was something fun to do right you know just to talk and especially with other people that's why mm-hmm. i really wanted people to come on because right. i'm like I love talking about myself, but, like, I right. also like talking with people. For sure. It makes it a little bit easier, I feel like. Like, I know I used to be really shy with, like, even recording my voice or, like, um, even just, like, Instagram. Like, you know, you record a video yourself. Like, I'm not the t- usually the type of person to do that. Mm-hmm. But, of course, when a really good wine is involved, then yeah. you kind of let loose a little bit, which helps. Yes. But um, now I'm kind of trying to be a little bit more familiar being like okay let's do this podcast so we can like kind of step out of our shell for a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of just go did your it. friend end up doing it or she's still she fine? didn't but i told her i was like okay you need to like if you're gonna start something you gotta finish it like don't just say you're that's, gonna do yes, it yes that's then... literally what my friend told me about this too because i actually had this idea in in 2019 mm. so that was like yeah three years ago yeah and i just started this this year but still i mean hey at least you started it yeah but how did it. how did you get like what was your first like okay i'm gonna do it like now because because i was also an employee three years ago okay um and during that time i just like started listening to podcasts because that was when like true crime was a big thing oh yeah so i started listening to true crime first and then i got into lifestyle like a little by little, I started listening to people just talking about random shit. Right. And I liked it. I was like, you know what? I don't right. care. Like, this is fun. And then I started getting into more and more. And then I was like, I think this is fun, like talking mm-hmm. to friends because it felt like they were talking to me. Right. And so I had an idea and I was like, oh, I think it'd be cool because, like I said, I was unemployed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like being 20 sucks, you yeah. know? Yeah, oh, for sure. Because I was 23. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So right. then in my head, I was like, oh, I think it'd be cool to have a podcast about, like, you know, mm-hmm. going through it in your 20s, you know? Oh, that's smart, honestly, because oh, if I remember when I was in my early 20s, I'm like, I literally did not have a clue of what I'm doing. Like, I mean, even now at 30, like, sometimes I'm like, I get into my head. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was just going to ask you, like, what did you think about your early 20s? Um... It was a lot of growing up, like, really fast, I feel like, because, like, I had moved out of my house at, like, 19, and, like... Oh, wow, know, really? Yeah. Actually, I was 18. Like, right out of high school, I was like, okay, like, I graduated, I'm, I'm moving out of here. Mm-hmm. Moved to Hollywood. Um, like I said, I had no idea what I was going to do, so I was like, okay, I, I know that I do hair, obviously, but there's so many aspects of, like, where you can go from there, you know what I mean? You can work at a salon, or you could do this, and you can do that, but it's like, that's... It's not what made me happy, and I slowly realized that, like, um, just being a little bit more intimate with my clients where I can go to their house because, you know, they have kids or they don't want to pay for, like, parking. And, mm-hmm. like, and I get, like, life is, it gets stressful sometimes, especially when you have kids um, or you have things to do, like, work. And it was just nice going to their house and it being a little bit more of, like, a one-on-one versus, like, like a sweatshop where you have like three people sitting down mm-hmm. waiting to get their hair done. You know what I mean? It, it it didn't seem like that's what I wanted out of life. It just seemed like if I was going to work at a, uh, like an everyday, I wanted something different every day. Yeah. So. Oh, that's a. That's why I was like, oh, let me just do house calls and see how it goes. That's really there. nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good way of thinking too. Like how you said that you're 
you know, your client base is, mm-hmm. you know, they might have kids or, yeah. you know, they're probably busy working full time, mm-hmm. can't drive to Hollywood. Right. Oh, yeah. I've had so many clients, like, whether they, like, their car messed up and, like, they can't get there or whatever. It's, like, it's just nice to, like, take the extra burden off their hands and be like, oh, okay, let me help you out and I can come to you. Most of the time people are shocked. They're like, really? You do that? I'm like, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? you know yeah. What I mean, I, mean, I, I thought that too. When right? Came here. I was like, are you sure you don't want us to go over? It's like, no, no, no. It's like, and you're in the comfort of your own home. So it's like, if you need to like get some work done while I'm doing it here, mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Like even just take the opportunity because we were talking about, um, have you ever gone to a different location or like outside of the house and do your podcast? Mm. Um, yeah, but I mean, I see that obviously the setup isn't like too like too crazy. Yeah, no. So mm-hmm. it is perfect. Like you can literally go anywhere, but obviously yeah. it has to be within reason of like noise control because yes. you know you don't want a car honking or like alarms going off. And... Yes, actually, that's that's funny because my first guest episode was at my my friend's apartment <laughs> in San Diego, which I didn't mind going over there, obviously, but. Her apartment was like in the, like right next to the main street. <laughs> so you just heard a bunch of cars, like the freeway basically. Right. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. It was a highway and a freeway. They oh, were like next to each other. Everyone honking. Yeah. Cars just zooming on by. Exactly. So I think my house is okay, but once mm-hmm. everyone's asleep. Because that's right. another thing. I live at home with people. Right, right. So you don't want to, like, doors opening, slamming. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust You're, me. You literally hear it's in the background sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. You're <laughs> like, she got it. There's one, actually. Uh, actually, in the one that came out today, mm-hmm. you hear her, like, laughing <laughs> with her boyfriend. Because her boyfriend will come over sometimes and they'll be laughing. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why I don't record in my room. Because you oh, can okay. hear them way more. So I record at the farthest room away mm. from everyone. Which, but yeah, ideally, I would like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like a little studio kind of situation. Or just even like a room. Mm-hmm. Well, I've actually saw like on um, TikTok or I think like YouTube or something like that where this girl, she rented a storage space. And like she made that like her whole work studio. Like it's so crazy. Wow, that's yeah, smart. Right? I'm like, oh, okay. Like, she like had her, like, little closet in there. And, like, she would do, I guess, like, um, she was making, I think, like, invitations or something like that. So, like, she had, like, oh, a like whole little like, setup. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. And, like, studio things, like, where she would have, like, a backdrop and, like, take pictures oh, of, like. Oh, that's cool. Wait, are those expensive? No. I mean, you can get, like, a little, like, small little storage space for probably less than 100 bucks a month. Damn, now I'm considering right. it. Right, and then there's, you could just make it cute. Right yeah, yeah, and then just fix it up in there and, like, you know. Because I've even thought about it, too. I'm like, ooh, dang, like, that would be a nice, like, little... Yeah, that would be nice for you, too. But it's like, oh, dang, I would need, like, a shampoo bowl and, like, all that. So it wouldn't really work out. But yeah, but for, like, this, it would be perfect. You'd, be, like, surround the room with, like, soundproof or whatever. Yeah. Do you actually, before we go on to what we wanted to talk about today, mm-hmm. do you have any, like... Uh, anything to say to people who are going to turn 30 and like are um, scared? I've Just because I've heard a lot of people right. lately being like, I'm so old, I'm going to turn 30. Yeah. No, I don't feel like I'm old. Um, like I, I hear a lot of people say that all the time too. Like, oh, 30, I'm, I'm getting old, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the only thing that I can relate to is like hangovers suck at 30. They're not as like easy to just like get up and go mm-hmm. like in your early 20s. Ugh. But... Um, if you're smart about it, I mean, obviously you stay hydrated one for one. I always say that's my rule of thumb. Oh, that's a good one. One for one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Balance it out. It's a good balance. But, um, I would just say don't hold back on things that you plan on doing or an idea that you have. Just go for it. Worst comes to worst. It doesn't work out. Move on to the next thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like for a lot of the times we get in our head and like, oh, this is not going to work out or like, I'm too scared to try this. Like, you know what I mean? And even like for your stance, like you, you took the chance and you're doing the podcast, which is like great because mm-hmm. from what it, it starts out now, like imagine a year from now, it could be like a whole huge thing. You know what I mean? That's the goal. Yeah. And you never know. You'll catch someone's audience and then all of a sudden you're famous for just doing, you know what I mean? Something. What you like doing. Yeah. yeah. And it comes with like no brainer and all of a sudden like. You're going to have all these guests coming in and you'll be like, oh, dang, I can't even accommodate everyone because this is like, 
So hopefully, I mean, you get there, yeah. but like I said, you took the jump of even doing that. And a lot of people in their early 20s are scared to do something like that or they do feel like they're not the right fit or they can't do something when it's like at the end of the day, um, I feel we are our worst, our own worst critic. Yeah. So definitely. it's like you have nothing to lose. Just go for it. Wow, that's good. Yeah. That's good advice. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I actually struggled with that too in my early 20s. Yeah. Like even it's... now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it goes through my mind sometimes, too. But I'm like, oh, what am I? Just go. Just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have nothing to lose. Like, just do it. Well, I'm going to keep that in mind when I apply to jobs. Yeah. <laughs> when it start, when it's time to for me to start. Right. Oh, even though, like, the most random thing, just do it. Because what you're going to learn from it is experience. Even if you're there for, like, six months. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was actually another thing I was thinking about. Because I'm like... A part of me was like, should I just, like, should I apply to, like, like, what I'm studying for, what I want from the future, or should I just, like, apply to something that sounds cool, even though I don't right. have experience in it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. for example, I was thinking about probably in, like, an entertainment field, even though that's not what I'm studying, but for right. now. But see, even then, you'll, you'll meet someone, that's what I learned, like, moving out, is that you'll, you're going to always meet someone that, if you're kind enough, and your energy is pure, I feel like. People see that and they'll be like, oh, like, I don't know what you do, but if you want, like, come work for me. Like, it's happened so many times. Yeah. And it's like, do I don't you... even know what you do, but, like, yeah, if the pay's good and I'm, like, I'm going to learn something new, why not? I was even thinking about wine, too. I was like, should yeah. I work at a winery? <laughs> even oh, though I know nothing. Know. Like, even though I, it doesn't even I matter technically it, don't know anything. But, hey, look, you have so many good wines that from there, <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll, yeah. just, you'll just learn and they'll teach you. That's That's the beauty of it. Mm. well mm-hmm. hopefully because i do they actually they just opened up a, a wine tasting thing in santa clarita that's the one i was looking at oh no way Where yeah because it's new on main street oh yeah, yeah. main street yeah. has some it's really called reyes winery oh. and my uncle actually knows the owners so that's why i was like you know mm-hmm. i can slip in there and be like hey do you need help with anything no for sure because i mean that could be like a little jump from like okay now i can like describe to you like this one this one this one yes. the content of this one where the grapes are from like i have so many friends that um work in actually wineries out in napa oh dang uh-huh and every time they're like yeah just like give me your address i'll send you a case of like different wines that you know <gasps> yeah it's awesome and i've been to napa a couple of times and see like different vineyards so beautiful so so beautiful. i want to go there one day you should definitely check it out yeah i know obviously i want to like perfect my knowledge a little more mm-hmm. but see slowly but surely honestly also i've told like the same winery that i told you about mm-hmm. i was like oh i can feature your bottle on my podcast yeah <laughs> out of my, my 10 followers <laughs> it doesn't matter 10 turns into 20 and then 20 turns into 200 exactly. and then 2000 yeah. well i like that thank you yeah of course so i don't know i had some questions written down mm-hmm. feel free to like diverge from that or bring up anything you wanted but I have a question for you since we're asking questions. Um, oh, you've okay. mentioned you've never been to a Pride, and it is Pride Month, so yes. are you going to attempt to go to Pride? Well, <laughs> I, yes, I wanted to. And that's why when you said they were having two at mm-hmm. WeHo, yep. I was like, perfect, because I can't this weekend, because I told you I'm going right. to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're having it the weekend after, too, mm-hmm. I can go to that one. So, yes. Honestly, like if they do have it that weekend, I do want to go because every year, um, I don't know if they had one last year, did they? They didn't have one last they year didn't. or the year before, so. right? Because of COVID, because yeah. mm-hmm. I remember, like I said, the year before that, I, I had plans to go to SF mm-hmm. Pride, but they fell through, yeah. And I knew it would because it happened when we were drunk, <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> then that always happens, right? But yeah, I just, I've been wanting to and i feel like la is just perfect yeah i should go there it's not that far it's not no and my friend lives in downtown or not downtown in k-town oh even better yeah this is not that far we were from there and so yeah mark take me (laughs) if he goes i'm like i'm i know he's going because he invited me but Mm -hmm. this weekend okay i'm sure he'll go next weekend too yeah right (laughs) (laughs) i'm like it's always like a there's like a no stopping in june i feel like when when yeah yeah. i mean i honestly surprised i don't have it every weekend honestly yeah 
but it gets it gets pretty big. I've been to San Diego's and they they go pretty hard too, which is nice. I'm actually surprised I haven't been to that one. I know. I I'm had shocked. four chances. And I didn't but see, things come up like you have to go to a wedding. Yeah, and or also like, like best friend's birthday. Yeah, I didn't have a car either. So oh yeah, so. getting to downtown from La Jolla. What is a memorable pride experience? Mm. Oh man, I have a good one and a bad one. <laughs> you want to share both? Yeah. So my first pride ever, I went with um, my ex boyfriend at the time, and a group of my friends, which I'm still friends with now. Um, and great time. It was fun. I don't remember why my ex got upset, but I think it was cause like I ordered the burger wrong or something like that. I don't know. It was just something petty. I was 21 at the time. I think, um, just like petty stuff when you're young, but he was like, you know, this is not the way I ordered my burger and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like we're at pride. We're supposed to be having fun. Yeah. Like, why are you getting upset over a burger? <laughs> And then um, I was just fed up because I didn't want to even argue at that point. I, I straight up just left him there and I went home. <gasps> oh. I was like, okay, I'm out. Like, he calls me and he's like, where are you? I was like, I left you there because I was like, I'm not about to be yelled at at my first pride. <gasps> oh my you know God, that's I mean? right. No. So I was like, uh, yeah, we'll just redo this again. So that was my bad one. But my most memorable one was when I think I went to Long Beach. But I don't know because San Diego's pride was really good too. Um... I liked Long Beach because it was really big, so you kind of get lost, but um, San Diego, I think, would have to be my best one. Um, I went with a friend at the time, and it was literally like, I stayed I stayed out in San Diego, and we just did Pride that whole weekend. Yeah, oh, that's, really that nice. sounds fun. It was really, really nice. Was it in, it was in downtown, right? I don't know, though, because I want to say it was like near Balboa Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I want to say it was around there because I remember like seeing kind of the park and then isn't there like a zoo or something around yeah. there too? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, it was like down the street. Um, but that was a really good one. Um, it's it's very interesting to see like the different dynamics of people like in different prides. Um, like you said, I definitely want to check out SF Pride because I've never been, yes. but I've heard that one was wild. Mm -hmm. I so. have heard that too. Hopefully a year or two from now, I could probably go there. <laughs> yes, yes. And actually, when you go, let me know. I want to go too. For sure. You're coming along. Oh, actually, speaking of different prides, um, I was going to ask you if there's one pride that you've always wanted to go to, but you haven't gone. Like in a certain city or Ooh, even country. I don't even right. do Other countries yeah. have it too, right? Mm -hmm. um, Brazil, I would love to check out. Ooh, that sounds fun. Um, but out of like Pride Prides, um, I would definitely like to check out SF for sure and um, New York's Pride. Oh, New yeah. York. That sounds fun. Um, I actually, I did go to a Pride technically. Mm -hmm. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> it was in 2020 yeah. when it was the Black Lives Matter Parade. Right, right. But I don't count that because it wasn't like yeah. the usual experience. Not that like it's a bad thing, but like it was... Right, it wasn't like the full experience. Yeah, no, like it was a different type of experience, which, you know, I, I actually did like. Mm -hmm. Like it was very... It was cool just seeing everyone come together mm -hmm. and like, you know, obviously fighting for something that's like important mm -hmm. too, but like everyone coming together. But... <laughs> but... <laughs> I walked freaking 10 miles that day. Oh so. gosh, blisters on your feet for yeah, sure. Yeah, and it was that type of thing where it's like you walk that much and then you realize you have to walk back. Right. So You're it was like, a whole oh, day shoot. thing. Right. So yeah, definitely we were tired. It wasn't like a celebratory type thing anyway. Mm -hmm. It was the total opposite. But it was still nice. <laughs> right, at least you got some so that, that, experience. So that's my pride it. experience. Okay. It's a, it's a good, like, a foot in the door. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely a good foot in the door, But, sure. I mean, I've been to WeHo so many times. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't know, maybe, I don't think this is as close to it, but one time I went to WeHo for Halloween. Oh, That yeah. was fun. Yeah. yeah they, they closed do. the street for that. Yeah, they definitely go pretty hard for Halloween, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love WeHo um, Halloween. It gets, like, super crazy, I think. Yeah. Maybe even a little bit crazier than Pride. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I'm trying to think if I noticed anything crazy that day. Because usually they do, like, they do like a whole parade. And yeah. And they block off the street from mm -hmm. like here to there. There's like different DJs too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was fun. 
And like then... Pride, I don't think they do. I don't think they close the street off that. Oh, that really? Far. They don't? I don't think so. Because oh. I remember it's like um, where the park is at in West Hollywood. Um, they usually close that little area off and they um, they have like concerts and stuff like that. But And then just like bar hopping. But I want to say Halloween is like they really close it down because like yeah. way more people coming in. Yeah, that's what I noticed. Mm-hmm. I noticed that there was a lot of people. They closed down the street and there was a bunch of like different DJs because that's mm-hmm. how long it was that they closed right. it. But it was fun. The park coming home though. That was before my friend uh, moved to LA. Oh. So we had a Uber back to right. the valley. Like getting an Uber out there is a nightmare. Actually, this one time again, we went to. I think it was. I think we went to the Abbey actually. Mm-hmm. Or no, what's the one in front of the Abbey? The one in front. The I don't one... think it's there anymore. Oh, it's not. No, it used to be like a building where you go upstairs sometimes. I yes, think. it was that place. We I went think that there. was, um, shoot, what was it called? Yeah, they're building, like, a hotel, like, club kind of thing there. Interesting. Right. I mean, it was, like, whatever. I don't remember it being that. Oh, it had a, a basement or, like, a floor under, too. Yes. I remember I that. exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, so that's where we went. Mm-hmm. We left, and we were trying to get the Uber, and it was $200. What? To come back here, yeah. Jeez. No way. It must have been like a Halloween or like... No, it wasn't. It was a random Saturday. Was this like during COVID? No. Because I know there was surcharge like crazy. No. So we... And and then there was like a restaurant next to it, I think. Like a Brazilian restaurant, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Boston Nova. They closed that down too. Oh, they did? Well, they moved it. Like that whole like area right there, they're they're gonna knock everything down. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Well, that's where we had to eat, or that's where we ate to wait Mm -hmm. for the. That place is pretty good. It was good, (laughs) but I at like three in the morning, I'm like, dude, I wanna go home. Yeah. But I think we got it down to like 120. Gosh. So we're just like, whatever. Let's just do it. I'm like, it's three in the morning. Right. Yeah, I don't miss that. I don't miss that. I think that's only happened to me one time for like New Year's where it was like 300 and something dollars to get from like downtown to maybe the valley. But like not even over here, like Studio City-ish kind of. Oh, still, yeah. "Uh, Yeah, we're not doing that. It's like imagine if you lived in Santa Clarita. Oh, I know. (laughs) I do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, but you've taken that Uber from there? Oh, my God. I just did it. Yeah, no, yesterday. Oh, that's right. You did. How much was that? I left my car there, and I was, like, trying to calculate everything. So it was, like, 35 going over there. Um, It was about 28, I think, like, 30 bucks coming back. The other day, I drove my car over there, but I was like, I'm just going to leave it because obviously I don't condone drinking and driving. Mm, we don't condone right. drinking and driving here in the podcast. Uh, but um, I left my car there. The parking, luckily, was only $20 because sometimes they'll like tow it or, and that's way more. It's like, mm-hmm. oof. But it was $20. So I think all in all, I probably spent like 80 bucks. Yep. All, like Uber trips, parking. So I mean, that enough is like already pretty pretty pricey you know what i mean yeah it's like 80 dollars just on like transportation i almost even thought of taking the train but i was like that just seems more of a mission i'm like if only they made transportation here better where you can take one train right and it runs all night Mm -hmm. i've actually taken the train from san diego one time all the way to north hollywood but i didn't know how to take the train from north hollywood back to santa clarita so i was like i'm just gonna (laughs) uber from here wait that's right I know how to take the metro to Santa right. Clarita. And plus, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no. Not, <laughs> never mind. They're uh, not going to get you there. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just Uber. <laughs> Wait, are we allowed to have another glass? Yes, I was just going <laughs> to ask you. I'm like, I was like, I don't. Just a one glass. I was like, I'm gonna wait till he finishes. Right. So you don't see the actual me when I'm recording. Right. I was telling him that when I first started the podcast, I would finish the whole bottle. I would too. I mean, this is like I said, it's a really good wine. Right. But then I was like, okay, I need to slow down. Right. Like, let me just sip on it slowly. Actually, one of the questions I was gonna ask you, which is, I don't know, it's dumb, but I want to know. Yeah. What's your favorite club in WeHo? Ooh, great question. <laughs> um, depending on the mood, 
Um, I think my staple though is like Abby because it's like one and done with their drinks. Like you literally could have one and you're good. You know what I mean? They're strong. Oh. What, what strong. do you What do you think about that rumor? Oh, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, I believe you then. Yeah. Because I've heard it, but I've never. I mean, I've heard of stories. Right, right, right. But and not anyone, not by anyone I know. Right. No, I've had a client. She told me she got um, drugged while she was there, and she, she was there with her girlfriends, like a birthday or something like that. Yeah. So you just have to be really careful um, and mindful of like what you're ordering. Make sure you watch them make your drink, just things like that. Even for myself, like, cause like I said, I can, I can have a drink and be totally fine, and then all of a sudden I'm like blacked out, like what like i know the drinks mm. aren't that strong you right. know what i mean yeah but um yeah and then once i realized like okay this is this is too much like then i leave because wow. people will just keep continuing partying yeah. and then you, you really get into like a a really bad situation bad place, yeah. yeah but no the rumors are definitely true oh my gosh um, I, I only have one experience from the abbey and it's not bad it's actually really good <laughs> like i went and like, it was when I was single. Mm-hmm. You know how there's dancers? Oh, yeah. Like, I went to each and every one of them, and I gave them money, and they Dang. were, like, dancing. All right. Like, yes. They loved you, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But it's... they, like, they go all out. They, like, hang up from the... Oh, yeah. Ceiling. It's funny. I remember one time I was like, I want to do this so bad. Like, just for, like, a weekend one time. <laughs> You're like, can you out. hire me? All right. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah. The, like I said, the drinks are one and done, so you got to be careful. Uh, yeah. 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 Or that's sad that, like, the bartenders are doing that. Right. But even, I mean, I won't give all the credit to the bartenders. I'm sure there's, like, people that are, like, you know, just, Ooh, let me just drop this in the drink while they're not paying attention. Or... It's crazy because, like, when people say that, like, when before you turn 21, like, mm-hmm. I've heard about it in high school. And I thought, like, oh, that's just, like, a thing you see in the right. movies. Or, like, I don't think that's like real. to scare you or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's crazy how real that is. It's very real. And how fast they do it. Oh, yeah. Without noticing. I've seen it happen too, and I'm like, oh. You've seen it happen? Mm hmm. Like to someone else? Yeah, it's pretty scary. But I mean, it could happen anywhere. Like, it doesn't even need to be with Hollywood. You can mm-hmm. go anywhere. And if there's a weirdo watching you or whatever. Yeah. Actually, you just have to be careful. Speaking of it happening everywhere, or even in WeHo, mm-hmm. there was this one time I have a story when I went with my friends. Thankfully, I was DD that day. I don't know what made me be DD, but I was DD. Right. Um, I'm like, who wants to take that opportunity? Yeah, no, I rarely bring that. I rarely volunteer, but that day I did. And good thing I did. Yeah. Because it was a lot of us. It was like eight of us. Oh, dang. Um, We're real deep. Yeah. Yeah. But But see, that's smart, too, because, you know, it's like one or two people. Like, I feel like it's more of a target. When you have like a group of people, then it's like no one's gonna mess with you guys no but so that's where my story goes Mm. so we went to we started off at i don't know what it's called but it's the one in the same corner as brocco's i think it's like a small little bar but their drinks are actually pretty strong too so that's that's Mm. the only time i drink one at that place because it was the start Mm -hmm. and yeah i was pretty strong so i was like okay i'm good and then everyone was like oh let's go to what's it called not Cabo Cantina. Fiesta. Fiesta Cantina. Oh, so yeah. We went to, one. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went there. And then I remember, like, of course, everyone got a margarita. They were drinking more there. And I remember, like, like my one of my friends was, like, really drunk already. Mm-hmm. So she actually stopped drinking. But everyone else was like, let's take a shot. Oof. So they ordered... A fireball shot. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know why they come Uh So, and then they told me, they're like, oh, like, just, just drink one and, like, you'll be done. Mm-hmm. And I was going to, like, I was contemplating and then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. fine, I'll take one. And then when they bring it, I, like, someone knocked mine. Like, I remember uh, after they gave it to me, like, it fell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's my sign that right, I shouldn't. don't do it. So I didn't take it, but everyone else did. Mm-hmm. After that, everyone blacked out. Yeah, because everyone was at a different level. Like mm-hmm. there was some friends who didn't go to the first bar, but they all blacked out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like a weird thing over there. Like yeah, like even the even one of my friends who took the shot only drank one margarita and she blacked out. Yeah. So I was like, you guys got my roofie. friend was saying too, like supposedly like um 
maybe expired alcohol, but I, I don't, I mean, I don't. Do they, does that expire? I don't, it supposedly it does, and supposedly, like, it'll mess you up, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I've never experienced that, but it is true, because, like, I've gone, I went with my friend recently, um, and I was there with my parents at the Abbey, and, like, I was, I remember everything, and then all of a sudden, like, I don't remember anything. Like, I remember, like, talking to my parents, talking to my friends, and then all of a sudden, like, I woke up, and I'm like, where am I? And it was already, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. I had, I think we had left at 8. Yeah, so I'm Oh, like, you went during the day? Yeah. Yeah, like, during the day stuff, because I'm like, okay, if I can get home by, like, 8 or 9, I'm like... Oh, yeah. No hangover the next day. Yes. But, yeah, it's... I don't, but my friend was mentioning that, like, supposedly, like, if it's expired alcohol supposedly it gets you like that damn um, so I've you know... went back home yeah but you didn't like you i don't just woke up. yeah <gasps> but supposedly I, I looked okay like i was fine but i'm like i really don't remember any of it which is like not a proud moment but <laughs> you got to be very aware of your surroundings and you have to be very comfortable with the people that you're with because yeah. Imagine you're not, and like someone's like, "Oh, coming out with us," and you don't, you know what I mean? It's scary. I mean, good thing you're with your family, right? Oh my yeah. God, I don't know. That's why I'm like, uh, maybe I just got too comfortable. I don't know. <laughs> Drinking in front of your family, <laughs> right? I know. I'm like, oh, just, we'll, we'll just stick to wine for next time. <laughs> That's how it always starts out, <laughs> right? Wine is always the the one that gets you going. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, though, like, with me, wine, I get tired. Yeah. Like, if I drink wine when I'm out, I'm going to want to go home earlier oh, yeah. than usual. Yeah, you get, like, in a very relaxed. Yeah. That's how I feel with um, champagne and wine. Like mimosas? Oh, yeah. If I, bad. Like, if <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think I've, I don't, haven't gone to brunch, like, most recently. Mm-hmm. But if I do, I need a nap after. Dang. Because it really gets you... Uh, yeah, once if I'm gonna take a nap, like it just lights out for me because I don't think until the next day. Up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'll wake up the next till the next day. What was the last brunch you went to? Oh no, you went to one last week. Mm-hmm. Where'd I you go again? to West Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Oh, where at? Um, I started at the Abbey, and then I usually go to like Mickey's or like Revolver or wait, Mickey's has brunch. No, just for like oh. a drink. So I start out like at the Abbey because they have like food and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which does have a good brunch, and it's only seventeen dollars, which I think is a steal for bottomless. Bottomless, yeah. Like what? I, I take full advantage. I was there from like eleven in the morning to like seven at night. Oh hell yeah! I need to go there. Oh yeah, seventeen bucks. I mean, there's two options. There's the cheaper seventeen dollars, or you can pay like thirty bucks, which is like the better champagne. I mean, I mean, they're gonna keep bringing it, so yeah. you might as well just pay for the thirty. You're not, but, you're not gonna be tasting it and like, like no. how we are with our wine. Right, right. right. No, it's no. not that serious. No, for mimosas or bottomless, I don't care. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, the food is okay. It's called um, Beaches. Oh. Yeah, they do like a drag show. I think. Um, I mean, they do a drag show every Sunday there, so it's like you kind of just pick and choose which whichever one you want to do. But I've always wanted to go to one. I haven't been to one. You've never? Okay, we oh. gotta do. Yeah, no, actually, I haven't. We gotta do a brunch for sure. Though. I was like, do you count the ones that the that like Latinos have in like the Mexican restaurants <laughs> where they come out as Juan Gabriel? Right. I mean that. Yeah, that, that counts. counts, right? Yeah. I've been to. I've been to one of those. Oh. Like, I I don't know where this was years ago. Mm-hmm. But I've been to that one. I've actually been that to a kind. birthday party where I think um, Alejandro Guzman, quotations, <laughs> was there. And I was like, They oh love God. playing those two. Yes. And Selena. Selena oh, for too. sure. For sure. Yeah, so those are the type of drag shows mm-hmm. I've been to. But I've been wanting to go to like... Yeah, we got to do a proper brunch. We, should, yes. we can go to the Abbey on a Sunday. Okay. Who do you go to brunch with? Um, I usually go with a couple of my friends. I kind of just bounce around. Um, but... It just depends. Like, if someone's like, oh, sometimes I even go by myself. Like, really? Yeah, I've learned as I'm getting older that it's okay to do things by yourself. Like, I'll take myself to a restaurant and, like, have a meal by myself. I love that. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I agree. I think it sets you up for that standard of, like, this is what I'll take and this is what I'm not going to take kind of situation. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just good to um, know yourself, too. Like, 
like, okay, is this atmosphere what I like or is it something that I feel awkward in? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like before, in, when I was in my early 20s, I felt like, oh, no, I need like a group of friends to go out with. You know what I mean? And honestly, you meet such uh, an array of people every time you go out. Because there's always someone that's going to talk to you and be like, hey, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, casual conversation, then all of a sudden yeah. it becomes a whole thing. And then, like, mm. you talk about business, and then... Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you, you guys knew each other already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I've like, always wanted to, like, do stuff like that. Yeah, you should. You should, definitely should. I always take myself out on dates. Um, anyway, restaurant. I'm not big on movie theaters, but... Um, usually it's like a restaurant or bar I'll take myself out to and I'm like oh, I was actually thinking of doing that recently since I'm not working and mm-hmm. you know obviously all my friends are working right and I can actually finally go to like weekday after hours yeah I see and actually there's a new wine bar-ish mm-hmm. right here on San Fernando mm. so I was even thinking of going there yeah check it out you never know yeah. you can meet the owner and they would be like oh what do you do da, 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 da. then you tell them about your podcast and all of a sudden you're getting cases <laughs> I'm that's telling you, like, it's so crazy. You would never imagine. Like, that's what I've learned as I've gotten older that, like, people are always willing to help you out in a sense, but you just have to take yourself out of that shell and, and kind of express who you are and talk about yourself in a sense. Um, not in a bragging way, but right. just like, this is like my main goal. This is what I'm trying to do. And there's mm-hmm. always people that are willing to help you out. Always, which is nice. That is nice. Oh, mm. you're giving me more hope for my late 20s. No, you're just, I'm telling you, like, stick to what you're doing right now. And I swear, give it, like, I would even say, like, a year to two years. And I feel like it'll it'll literally skyrocket. You just got to oh. stick with the energy and put it out there. Um, and like I said, even go to wine tastings, record it. Or even just showcase where what wine place you're going to. And then, like I said, they'll repost. And then it you, you build, like, a whole clientele yeah. in a sense of like oh, okay they're doing this so i can piggyback off of that mm-hmm. and like i said people will send you wines like i'll ask my friends if they can even send me like, <gasps> yes tell them i'll feature it oh yeah all they, they're like oh just pay for the shipping i'm like that's nothing it's like what 40 bucks like, yeah i mean that's less than the actual <laughs> right. if, they, if they send me a case right. yes that's what i'm like oh yeah I'll... yes tell them i'll tag them i've been actually oh, tagging. No, they, they actually one of my friends she told me she's like um I can put you as, like, an influencer because, like, they like that. Oh, Oh, right, because it's, like, their contact or whatever Mm -hmm. that they'll just smell it to. (gasps) Yep. So imagine, like, you got a few cases of wine. That's awesome. I mean, that's the, that's That's what I told the other winery, too. And the one in Santa Clarita was like, I'll do it for you. Oh, yeah, they all appreciate it, I feel. I feel like it goes hand in hand. Yes, yeah. I mean, even, even though I only, like, it's not. I don't have a big following, but like you said, hopefully uh, maybe it'll, it'll, grow. Mm-hmm. it'll grow. I've been tagging the wine people too. Like, oh yeah, like actually the, the last one I tagged San Antonio mm-hmm. and they liked it. So I was like, oh, they that's saw a it. One. Yeah. I was like, they saw it. But see, you keep doing it, you keep doing it. They'll eventually mm-hmm. send you something, whether it, right? whether it's one bottle of wine or like, you know, a little care package or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even if it's one, honestly, yeah. wine's, wine's expensive. Yeah, or it can expensive. get expensive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he likes San Antonio too. It's See, so, so good. he knows what's up. Oh yeah. What's your um your favorite like top three wines you would say you like? Mine? Ooh. Give me a red, a white, and like a blend. A blend? Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. So let me start off with white. I actually used to not be a white wine person, mm-hmm. but I've definitely definitely started getting more into it. Okay. And I think the white wine that I really like right now. I like Rieslings because mm-hmm. I like a little sweet when right. it comes to white wines and especially when they're cold. Oh, they yeah. They taste good. They taste so good. good. And not too sweet. Right, like right. not Moscato sweet even though I like Moscato mm-hmm. sometimes. But Riesling I think it's a good middle. So I like Chateau St. Michel's Riesling mm-hmm. which is also cheap. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure you've seen that in the store. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And then so that's my favorite white wine. My favorite red wine, I'm going to go a little more bougie. Mm, and okay. I'm going to pick Justin. Have you had Justin? That's no. a Cabernet. Oh, so, Cabernet. Yeah, so I know you like Cabernet. You'll yes. like Justin. It's not that bougie, actually. I say bougie because 
to me, I think twenty over twenty dollars. Oh, I gotta get you some like. There's this one. Not to mean to cut you off, but there's this one called um, Omega. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Oh, that's like, that's bougie one. Really? Why? <laughs> yeah. How much is it? Probably like eighty dollars a bottle, maybe Baby, more. Wow. But it's so good. It's. A I believe it because honestly, it is true. If it's expensive, it is good. It is. My boyfriend bought me a really expensive sparkling champagne rosé. Like, mm. it was actually champagne. Yeah. You know, like... Right, they kind of teeter-totter. Yes. Like, no, this one was actually champagne, and it was $68. Oh, damn. But it was good. Oh, yeah. We drank it. We so f- Even though we finished it in one sitting, it was good. I like that. Yeah. So you already hit the, one, the white, mm-hmm. then the red. What's your favorite blend? Oh, my favorite blend... I actually like this one. I honestly really like it too. I'm like, I, like I might have to get myself a couple bottles. Yeah, of this this it's in Bethmo. Get get at Bethmo. It's not. It wasn't that expensive. And actually, I think it was part of the. You know how Bethmo has buy one get one five cents. Mm-hmm. I think that this one was a part of that one. Oh no way! Because I try to what get. Do they those. do that like on Tuesdays or something like that? No, it's every day. Every day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think to them it's whichever wine price ends with the five. Uh, then you get the next one for five cents so it rounds mm. up mm-hmm. and you can mix and match it, has, it doesn't have to be the same one i think that's this one is the reason why i got it too yeah it's a really yeah, good yeah so blend. this one's my favorite blend i think because it's it's really good good bottles to celebrate the first day of pride mm-hmm. actually one of the questions i had on here which i don't know if it's too like oh no like cringy All hands are off. yeah <laughs> cringy I was just gonna be like, oh, what does like, what does pride mean to you? Pride means to me um, equality, um, acceptance, and um, free will. I feel like, um, in a sense, people are very open to to situations, but I feel like when it comes down to a pride situation, people are very fickle or very fifty fifty. Like, yes, you're accepted, but there's always a but. Mm-hmm. And I understand people um, on how they're raised and their values and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, it's like love is love. Like, in 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 a sense, like it's like going to like a a shelter to go like adopt a dog. You know what I mean? Like, are you gonna, um, in a sense, like judge it because what it's been through in its past life, or are you gonna? Did you go there solely to like? adopt this pet or whatever it is you know what i mean to mm-hmm. love at the end of the day yeah so that's what i think of pride in a sense because i think at the end of the day everyone wants love or is looking for that and i think it should have no limits versus it being like oh i love you but that's, that's a good answer yeah because that's true. There is a lot of, like... Mm, there's always, like, a weird, like, standoffish thing about it. And it's like, okay, so do you love love? Or is it, like... Or is it just on your, on, on right. your like, record or mm-hmm. your... Your terms your and terms, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, like, I... That's a good answer because I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, like, at least my family or, like, people oh, I yeah. know who are always like that. Who are always, like... They're, like, those type of people that you see on memes where it's like, oh, not around me. Right. Mm-hmm. No, and I was just actually talking to, him, um, to my stepmom about it because one of our cousins came out and he was like, he's 40 years old and he, he just recently came out and his mom and dad aren't really that accepting of it. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy to me because it's like I've been out for, oof, I think, since like ninth grade or something like that. And it made me wonder and I asked my stepmom and I was like, okay, so were they accepting of me or is Mm -hmm. it just because like i'm not their kid they're cool with it Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean because if i'm already paving the way for like whoever wants to come out in the family why is it now that you're not accepting of your own son it didn't make any sense so it was her own son Uh uh-huh so then i asked my stepmom and i was like well like is my aunt cool with it or is she just like cool with it because it's not her problem to deal with but now that her son came out it's 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 an issue because then it makes me wonder like oh yeah. well, is, were you really cool with it in the beginning and that's valid because like, haven't haven't you lived with her like yeah, your whole life pretty much that's why i'm like um so was was she always cool with it or she's just like accepting it because that's just something that you have to deal with 
Yeah, that's so what I'm tough... thinking. Yeah. What is she saying? She's like, honestly, that's a great question. I'm going to ask her. <laughs> oh, I thought she knew. When I came out to my dad, he didn't talk to me for like a month. Really? Yeah. Oh. Which, you know, I, I, in a sense, I get because, like I said, you're, you're raised on certain yeah, values and topics. And, and it's hard with, like, Latinos, too. Oh, for sure. Uh, I'm not saying it's an okay, but at the end of the day, um, like I've told him, I'm like, you know what? I've never judged you for being a, um, a, di- a divorcee. You know what I mean? Like, And that's, I like, a thing that's looked well. down upon on religion. Right. That's yeah. why I could be like, well, the church doesn't accept you either. Like, we're both <laughs> in the same boat here. Ugh. Trust, so it's yeah, like, I've it's had like this give and take, give yes. and take. Yes. It's like, but it's very interesting to, like I said, I as I'm getting older, it's very interesting to really take an account of like where we're at and growing up. Because even like my little stepbrother, like um, he'll paint his nails black and like you know grow out his hair, and it's cool, but it's like. I were to do that like back in the day when I was growing up it would have mm-hmm. been like why are you doing that yeah actually I was gonna ask you if that happened like <laughs> yeah. did they ever like oh for sure but it was more sense like I remember one time I got in trouble because I cut my hair a little too short and they're like oh you're you look a cholo and like <laughs> I'm like what bro like it's just a haircut like yeah but again it goes back to valleys because we grew up in the valley and now I look like a headlong because my hair is a little shorter than usual. oh yeah yeah but it's it's like, just, I what? feel like, like, growing up, everyone was so, like, nitpicky and, like... Well, even in Latino, like, family, I feel like they're always going to judge you about something. Like, you can't even leave yes. the house without them saying something. Like, exactly. where are you going? What are you, why are you doing Who that? Who are you going like, with? Right. It's like, oh It's like, why gosh. are you going out so late? Yeah. Oh, like, like, what did they call you, like, callejera? Because right. you're like, that's that's all you know. It's like, I thought we are old enough Siempre to make in calle, like... it never, It's never going to end. And I feel like when we grow up and like if we had kids too, I feel like it would be the same situation. And like it's yeah. just because it's just instilled in our in our minds of like yeah. that's how you were raised, pretty much. How do you feel about that? About like people mm. being like, oh, that's just how just that's just how they were raised, or that's how they are. Mm, I will take it to a certain extent, but then after the after the fact, I try to yes, like I'll try to understand. But at the same time, like, okay, are you still stuck in that same way? Or are you going to break the generational curse and continue something different? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, uh, again, like, people are very closed off, very closed-minded. And it's like, you just have to kind of just learn it and grow from, like, certain certain things or certain situations. Because um, what works for one person might not work for another person. And that's totally mm. okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just be open to other people's... Yeah. Like, I, it, to me, that's what I think. I'm just like, why mm-hmm. can't you just hear what other people... Even if yeah. you don't agree, like, just... Oh, yeah, just listen. Just listen. Someone just needs someone to, to listen to what... Like, you don't have to judge them or you don't have to say, like, oh, well, you should do it this way. And it's like, again, what works for them might not work for you. Some people like red wine. Some people like white wine. Wow, I like how you tied this to wine. Yes, <laughs> right. exactly. Actually, speaking of tying this to wine, mm-hmm. um, I do. Have you watched Shit's Creek? No, but I heard it's a really good show. It is a good I show. I actually, funny. that's the show I binge watched <laughs> when I had COVID. Oh dang! Yeah, so I I binged through that in like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But I brought it up because oh my god, I forgot his name. Something in the Levy, show. right? Yeah, but the real the actor's name is Dan Levy. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Daniel Levy, mm-hmm. uh, and he said a really good quote in the show about his identity, mm-hmm. and I think it was because his friend in the show, like he was like showing interest in her, but she thought he was gay. Oh, okay. So like she was, you can tell that she was like confused, like right. that way. I thought you were gay, <laughs> and so I think she finally brought it up to him in the episode. She was like, like wait, like mm-hmm. I thought you didn't like, I thought you wouldn't like me, but she was like kind of beating around it. And then he, like, realized... Oh, and they were at the store. They were buying wine. Of course. So he, like, like realized what she was trying to say. And he mm-hmm. was, like... He was trying to, like, put it in terms. And he was, like... There's some people who like red wine. There's some people who like wine. Yeah. And he's, like... He was, like, I like red. But then there's times where I like white. Yeah. And he's, like... And there's some times where I like 
a little bit of sparkling. Mm-hmm. And he's like, maybe sometime I'll dabble into some rosé. Yep. And then he's like, in the end, he's like, I like the wine, not the label. Yeah. And I was like. That's perfect. Perfectly said. Yes. It's so true, though, because one day, you know, you want, like you said, red wine, a little rosé because the sun's out or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's just how people should look at it. At, um, the, at the end of the day, I feel like it's such an ego thing. Like. Yeah. And power thing. Power thing, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think to them, like, just religion, like, not to say that I'm not, like, I don't. Not to say that I don't right, believe right. in some of the things that they say, but, like, I feel like they take it, like, very, like, book. Right. Like, this is the way to live, and if not, you're going to hell. Right. <laughs> but here's my thing, too, about that is, like, um, what is it? Don't uh, don't call the kettle black, or the pot oh. calling the kettle black, or don't throw rocks at glass houses when you live in a glass house yes you know what I, mean? I know i heard the kettle one right right but at the end of the day like you said it's such a just a power trip and you gotta either grow from it learn from it or just move on like you can't get stuck in like even some of our family situations and like you guys you guys literally argue about the most funniest craziest thing to me you know what i mean yes yeah. And I'll never understand it, and I don't, maybe I don't want to understand it because I'm not there mentally. But again, it's breaking generational curses and evolving from that. Yeah, and actually, funny that you say that. But speaking of breaking generational curses, mm-hmm. like you look like the Theos of the family, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, but they're acting. Yeah, you act like just it. like yeah, because that's what they're raised upon. Like mm-hmm. every you know, and what they're I mean? gonna bring it up to the kids when they grow up. Yeah, that's gonna be them. Their kids might grow up that way. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like not, a, I'm not saying it's not, like, bad to look at your family and, like, follow them. But if it's bad, if it's something that's, like, right, you know, it's, toxic. Yeah, it's something that you just need to grow. Or just petty, you yeah. know. Like, it's okay to, like, you know, not follow in their footsteps when mm-hmm. you know it's not. But again, too, it's like, you have to keep in mind, like, these people have never traveled outside of this little circle that they're from. Right, yeah. And that's where the learning experience takes into account. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. thankfully, I'm glad. Like, I was able to branch off. You were able to branch off mm-hmm. different cities. You know, here and there, travel. These people don't do that. You know, and it yeah. sucks because it's like, what are you learning? You're 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 stuck in your same little circle. I'm sure the people in San Diego are not the same people. Yes, I was just gonna say that. Like, that's I not to say that. Like, oh, I'm like better because Mm-mm. I like left the valley. No, but not at all. it's, I think it's crucial because when I went to San Diego, pour it up, well. pour it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, okay. You know what no, I mean? Now I don't like, have to hide back. Yeah, I know. No, but because like when I went to San Diego, I was like, oh, like, like I'll be honest, when I first left, I was the same people who were like, oh, you're Mexican. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, no, um, you know, Nicaraguan, I'm yeah. from Cuba, I'm from... Like, it's not just Mexican, you yeah, know? It's but a that's a culture shock. Yes, like, that's another thing, being in the valley, there's so many Mexicans here, mm-hmm. which, obviously, you know, it's good. Like, I, right. I'm not saying I... Like, I love being Mexican, but that's not the only Latin American culture. Oh, no, not at all. You know? Like, I remember when I moved to New York, it was, like, a whole culture shock for me, because yeah. I'm like, wait, where's the Mexican food here? Like Exactly, it's all... It's a different type of Latino culture Total over there. Total different. So when I went to San Diego, and I obviously got to know other cultures too, like a lot of Asian cultures, mm-hmm. Filipino cultures. Yep. That's another thing too, because when I met a lot of Filipinos, oh, yeah. seeing their last name, me thinking they're Latino, oh, yeah, no. they're Filipino. <laughs> yep. That's something that they need to like see. Right. But being stuck here, like you said, they they don't. Yeah. It's such a, it's a, a bubble within itself. I feel mm-hmm. like, I even tell my, like, my brother too, I was like, what are you doing here? Like, I told him, I was like, you're such a good bartender. Like, you can literally work at the Abbey for like the weekend. That's and true. And you would make a shit ton of money. And like, he's That's a straight guy. That's true, he has guy. experience. Great experience. He knows how to make great drinks. And I'm like, what are you Dad, doing? I mean, what? I'll hire him for my next party. Yeah. I'm tell like, him to come through. No, he really would. I'm like, dude, you have no idea like the potential you have. But again, it's people being closed-minded and so closed off that... Or you should tell him to make that business. Yeah. I'm like, you like, can make a toll-to-go bartending situation. Like, mm-hmm. I'll come to your house or your party That's or your a big event. thing now. Huge. Mm-hmm. 
But it's like, again, you have to make the jump of saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to, you know, put my foot in the door, put Mm -hmm. my foot in the water, whatever you want to say. But it's like, you can't be afraid to just do things. You got to just do it. Because at the end of the day, whether you fail or not, at least you can say you did it. And, you know, you move on. If it didn't work then, it can probably work later on. You know what I mean? But you just, maybe it wasn't the right moment at the time. But you still have to take the jump and do whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I think you should. I feel yeah. like... I feel like we all should. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. No, but I forgot that he works at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he's a bartender. And that's a big thing right now. And mm-hmm. I only say that because... I know some people started doing that and like people are starting to throw parties again after COVID, you know? Yeah. yeah it's such, it's so busy now that everyone's every, or everything's kind of going back to normal mm-hmm. that it's nice to see people kind of enjoy life again versus being closed off and kind of shut inside the house where it's like, Oh, okay. We yeah. can't do anything. Hi, it's me. Thank you for listening to part one with my cousin Joshua. And like I said, this conversation went on even longer. We had more glasses of wine. So there's definitely going to be a part two next week. So make sure you tune in if you liked today's episode. We get into more topics, more spicy topics too. And the usual fast round I have with my guests. So if you liked today's episode, make sure that you subscribe to my podcast. Follow the Instagram and Twitter at the Chatty Fox Pod. And if you liked today's episode, make sure that you leave a five-star review because that'll really help me get my podcast out there. Thank you, and I'll see you next week. Bye!